In America, there's a burglary every 11 seconds. An armed robbery every 65 seconds. A violent crime every 25 seconds. A murder every 24 minutes. And 250 rapes a day. Nineteen eighty-six. Sylvester Stallone crime is a disease. Meet the cure, Cobra. We have two hosts this evening. You might know one as Wiki underscore A, uh, the man that can do any podcast as long as there's a wiki about the subject. And two, he loves when you call him Slamarian Cobretti, uh, the founders of the Paper Keg Empire. Welcome to your show. Episode two eighty five. I was about to say uh, Dale was on the on the defensive there when you were prepping a nickname. He's already you were starting. He's like no, no. He was waiting for a, t- a Titanfall two. Uh, you know, I wasn't. I think he was. He was. I was waiting I, for a I job. felt so bad. You know, for the listener, I composed in secret as slash per, not secret at all a tweet to GoFundDale.org. Uh, 60 bones so he could play Titanfall with us and all I got was a litany of excuses really I will send personally $30 to Dale's PayPal account right now I mean to help if, this tonight. if the Patreon money was was that's for real, anything that's a real piece of work when, I t- when, when out of principle you know it can be bought for $30 but it's $60 right now you're you know, enabling, you know I, tried to help. I, I tried to help our group on the internet this weekend. I was tweeting about Titanfall like mm-hmm. I was getting paid from, from EA. Listen. And I said it's on sale, $25 on Amazon for the so, disc. You know, I, I, that's beneath me, getting I got the it. disc. I'm, I'm willing to go that's, dirty. That's understandable. I'm down and dirty. I, I paid the extra $5 to get the digital version for $29. 55 G dang gigs. Oof. Oh my God, that, that'll never be done in time tonight. Not on my, it, 10, 12 megs down, <laughs> internet. And and so we get fired up on Twitter tonight. I start it, I say, I want to Twitch Titanfall 2 tonight. I know. And then, then like cut old to times. me in the living room with a big window and the two bat signal spotlights hit each other, mm-hmm. hits me as Michael I stand Keaton. up ready to heed the yeah. call. And ever so quiet. On no, text no. is one Dale underscore A. Because not making what am I peep. supposed to do in this scenario? What am I supposed to do when His? all I when whenever I reveal, you know, immediately you know yeah. because I didn't speak up. So what am I supposed to do? Dale's fervor lose, was akin lose. to the episode, the pilot episode of Lost, where the first time the smoke monster. Pretends to be like a Tyrannosaurus in the woods, and everybody's mm-hmm. scared. That's that's Dale when he gets all uppity because I can't win about in these Twitter situations. Fervor. Twerver. That's what I. That's the first thing I thought of. Actually, was the smoke monster, <laughs> polar bear, when Dale was getting all uppity. Right. Twerver. But you know that's it's in the past. Me, Jonesy, Chuck Forsman, Jimblin for Pope are gonna have the time of our, our lives. Our Twitch audience on Twitch, whomever they be, whomever they may be. You know, maybe they're out there drinking scotch in a paper cup. That's what people do. 
You know when they're having the really, time of their lives really as digging friends. Deep right now. <laughs> digging down in there. But this episode, we're back. We took a week off. I've, I'm, it's like I have a, like some sort of wound, and Jones <laughs> is just jamming his index finger inside of it, wiggling it around like some sick. Just to see if you could still feel. <laughs> like some, like the Night Slasher. Oh, my God. We watched Cobra. Great segue, by the Sylvester way. Sylvester Stallone. 1986 you know there was there was a hot slack discussion on whether or not we should do cobra or point must break must missed that one jonesy was off doing his job or some such i don't know and we ended up sticking it out we said you know what we said we're going to do cobra we're people of our word and george p cosmatos directed it so we pivoted from tombstone Right. Did anyone else Big realize pivot. that he directed this movie when we started watching it? I didn't. Uh, sure. <laughs> I, I sure I was, didn't. I was reminded when I perused the wiki just to back up what I watched. And then I, re- I remembered. Right. So we decided not to do Point Break. We did Cobra Stallone. I mean... <laughs> Wow. Uh Josie, you want to take us take us through Cobra? I mean, there's not quite a plot there to follow. So, let me just give you some beats, some action beats, you know. It's the mid-80s. Sly's like, "Let me have a four-year marriage up and down. That's all I want to do. Put it up, put it down. And then let me film a movie." as my honeymoon gift to my wife, and we have Cobra, starring Sly and Brigitte Nielsen, uh, whom you may know as Red Sonia. So this movie is basically, you know, Cobra is part of the zombie squad. You know, they sometimes do it dirty to get justice. You know, it's just, it's not the law, it's justice. You know, and... um Every 11 seconds, there's a burglary <laughs> in the United States. Perhaps the best Sly Stallone impression. Every, every two minutes, there's a rape. <laughs> so anyhow. Spoofy. Oh, my God. The, the Cobra's justice is juxtaposed. Every, every 24 hours, is violent crimes <laughs> in the United States. Every I wish thirty minutes there's a child kidnapping. I love that Dale has to purse his lips so far apart to get the sly voice. It's like Yeah. That Dale's a piece of crap. <laughs> Let's get on him big time every thirty seconds. In the United States. We told him he Titanfall was half off this weekend, but he didn't want to get it. It's like Titan there was a burglary. there's also the night slasher and his cult of axe murderers who when they're not murdering stand in a warehouse and just click two axes together (laughs) my god do you think i mean who do you think like upholds that rule like before their meetings they have to do that for two minutes do you think the night slasher neat like make sure that's happening or is that like the secretary 
it is so dumb <laughs> that the group of of sociopath murderers get together underground and have two axes and in sync they all clang them over their heads together right. like i don't get it even in a writing phase that sounds so dumb what if we? What if the axe murderers get together? Slim, you have just posited that any of the scenes in this movie were written at all. It is before so the movie started. Dumb. This movie is oh, so dumb. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't. Geez, I, I couldn't get over how it was bad. Like really bad. Like Roadhouse. I love Tango and Cash. I love it. This movie, bad in my opinion. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jeez, Louise, yeah. that's too. That's too much. Which is sad because you know when we first saw these movies, we see the, you know the was it a fifty five, uh, chop top Chevy, amazing car, or it might have been a Mercury. I can't remember. You know, BA leather jacket. Every 11 seconds in the ratings board. He doesn't follow the law. There's a burglary (laughs) in the United States. I mean, it has the makings of a great film. I mean, it's no Demolition Man. Sylvester Stallone is in full probably control behind the scenes of this movie. He's going to be a badass cop who plays by his own rules. That sounds amazing. Here's $20 million to start that project. I don't even care if you have a script. That's probably what executive producer said. And I just don't, I don't know what happened here. He, I mean, it was like, like, but what's, let's dig down. Dig in it. Let's get Jonesy's index finger jamming into the, to the wound of this movie (laughs) and like pick apart why you think it's so dumb. I don't think it's dumb. I I thought it was, I thought it was not good. I just feel like what I didn't realize is that Stallone was in like negotiation. According to the wiki, we've all read the wiki. He was in negotiations, negotiations to be in Beverly Hills Cop, but he wanted yeah, to make it darker, crazy. so they kicked him out. So this is his Beverly Hills Cop movie. And how about after this movie, during or after this movie, he wanted to republish the book it's based on, <laughs> and get and get co-author billing. I would just love because of that the movie. to be a fly no. on the wall during this decade of Sly Stallone movies and just see what it was like to be around him. What was he? I mean, what is yeah, it? Just what was be. the scenario like? But I mean, like his character had his character had nothing. There's no backstory for his character. All his one-liners with his partner, I thought, were really dumb. They uh, they're probably all written by Sly Stallone. Like his his deadpan, witty lines, they're not good. Oh yeah, they're terrible. Yeah. I don't get like he's not he wasn't funny. He's like you you saw that crap you you eat you eat more greens. Like what? <laughs> like out of nowhere. They they felt like they were all ad libbed, but they kept them. Like yeah, you can ad lib some lines, they're ninety nine percent of them are gonna be junk, but they kept in the junk ones. Like they couldn't get anything good. You know, I'm gonna reference the Tango and Cash episode and I think Slim and this movie was throwaway like forty minutes. But I think he must do 400 takes of ad-lib one-liners, and they literally pick the best, and the best are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in The Simpsons where Burns is filming that movie, 
and he like gets he makes the speech and then he falls off the horse and gets dragged around and he's like you know we did 60 takes and that was the best one i just i just couldn't care about you truly are the king of kings that was also that movie i couldn't care less about about cobretti in this he has like the most ba entrance and they should have ended it after that 18 minute I mean, yeah, that's like twenty-two percent of the movie is just that opening cold, yeah, like negotiation no. slash murder scene. <laughs> the t- the biggest chunk of the movie is after Brigitte's in police captivity, <laughs> and they're trying to get her out of the city. That's like an hour of of two attacks uh between the hospital and the total ransacking of like the police department that's a huge chunk of the movie but so yeah she she sees the face of these axe murderers these night slashers they're all there's like you, your neighbor could be a night slasher he goes at like 1 a.m tuesday nights and just hangs out watch with these other murderers if he's bringing his and rain they, slicker and two axes anywhere yeah that's and, all and they just look out for they just go kill people that's just their thing at night so you don't know who's in it. Why do they care so much about Brigitte Nielsen? She's, what is she going to do? Not established by the movie. Because it's not like the Night Slasher is a mayor. Like, like oh God, they're going to get the Night Slasher. She saw his face. We're screwed. Who is he? He's a nobody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's not like a politician. He's not a celebrity. He's a zilch. Dude, what Who cares? If, what if there's like 40 minutes on the cutting room floor where he actually is a a uh, politician and this was like a really good political thriller? And so I was like, no, there's not enough of me and uh, hotel room. That's what people came here for. Gen Z Sly Sloan sounds like he just took like a lot of NyQuil. I'm just tired. He's about to That's fall asleep. That's my impression. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to fall asleep. <laughs> There's also the pro the cliched like police like his boss who hates his methods, who hates his guts. He's always like he ragging gets on him. What do we do? All right, call the Cobra. He works on the zombie squad. Mm-hmm. Never heard that phrase before in a in a police procedure. No, but maybe it exists. We should know it as if it's in every police department around the country. Oh, mm-hmm. there's a, oh yes, there's zombie squad. I feel I'm, I'm crapping on it too much. I'm sorry, Dale. Tell me what you loved about it. I want to hear what you loved about it. No, I ju- I like it's it was middling for you know it's middling. It's it's all right. It's sponsored by Pepsi, just fine. Maybe <laughs> sponsored by Pepsi, clearly. And uh, it was, I mean, it wasn't bad. It just didn't go anywhere. I like, disagree. It went to the countryside for about an hour and a half. It it went to the countryside for like five minutes. It didn't even get to like where they were going, which is crazy. Like I thought they're, uh, I thought they were going to like get to the safe house, and like a half hour of it is going to be at the, at a safe house. They never get to the safe house. They get like halfway to the safe house, and then the final standoff is at the motel, where like ninety axe murderers come after them on motorcycles, and he fends all of them off. Yeah, they they go from incognito n- night slashing to, to overrunning a small town yeah, to full in, on in broad daylight, <laughs> full on biker gang out of nowhere. Yeah. Like everyone be, suddenly has leathers see them. and a hog. 
you know, I just I I thought it was like a popcorny kind of movie, you know, movie. I didn't I I wasn't like sighing. I didn't hate it. I thought it was I thought it's good, you know. I, I feel like, like he for... he could have used like a sidekick or his partner was maybe over the top funny or energetic. He needed a someone to work off of. And the scenes that they yeah. tried that, it, it didn't work very well. Or even if like Brigitte Nielsen was his foil, I felt like was that anything? didn't really happen. And, mean, and when uh, was not a complete robot and actually a real human woman instead of uh, constantly delivering lines like, how about Mary that? Uh, Brady. <laughs> I love how about that Jeep Wrangler well, hers, huh? Oh, that Jeep was, um, that was amazing. That's one of those, that's like the, the uh, Leslie Nielsen Jeep from Creepshow. You have to put your hand inside <laughs> to open the door. The, how about when they got together in the hotel and uh, she asked Cobra to sit on the bed with her? He's like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll sit on the bed. <laughs> did they just make out? That's like all they did because like yeah. the next scene you see him, he's still like fully clothed, like not sweaty. It's like they just had a make out session. It weirds me out. Yeah, I didn't even notice. I didn't even think they did anything. I mean, like he's he goes to sit on the bed with her and I think they like lean in. But then that's the end of that that you can <laughs> yeah. see. It just seems strange to me. Maybe he just puts all of his clothes back on and tucks them in the same exact way. And maybe he doesn't take his clothes off. Yeah, maybe he just pulls it through, as Dale would say. <laughs> 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 to quote one, the star underscore A. I mean, I was hoping that Dale could maybe describe the love scene, potential makeout yeah. love scene between Mary and Cobretti. And yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, they probably in the hotel room. He probably, Broad you daylight. know, Uzi packed, locked and loaded, and a cop issued Uzi. <laughs> Let's be real. Probably not police issue Uzi. <laughs> right. Uh, he probably pulled his wiener out and <laughs> out of his pants. You know. Not even fearing the uh, the the zipper sitting right next to him that could start sawing into that log <laughs> at any moment, as he and Brigitte Nielsen make love on top of the Afghan. In the I think you're gonna say on top of the forty guns that he left open and apart at any given point in the hotel room. You know. The the uh, one thing I read is that they were saying that hit the, the boss, I think, that hated him was going to be revealed to be the head of the Night Slashers. Did you read that in the wiki? But they I cut did, that. Yeah, I did read that in the wiki. That would have been interesting. I wonder if it was the, uh, was it the real smarty detective, yeah, with the smarty glasses. pants detective guy or the other? The other, guy that he punches one. in the face at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like your methods, Cobretti. But you got the job done, huh? Uh, oh boy! All right, so that's face. it, Cobra. Thanks, Cobra. everybody. I mean, that's Cobra. Uh, Great unfortunately, episode. we're a week removed from watching. Yeah, I forgot a lot. I, I, I had, I should have wrote down some notes. It has been a while since I saw it. I was gonna say, I was trying to picture where this was in the Stallone filmography. This is right after Rocky Four. Um, wow, the year riding before high. that was Rainbow 2 and then the year after this was Over the Top Rambo 3 and Lock Up oh. so I think some stinkers there right um, but then after that Tango 
mm-hmm. Rocky Five, Oscar, <laughs> Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. <laughs> Oscar, wow. <laughs> Outside of Tango and Cash, not a good few years for him. He did Oscar and then Stop or My Mom Will Shoot back to back. Yeah. Cliffhanger. Wow. I think he starts to turn around, though, around 93 with oh, Cliffhanger, God. Demolition Man. Oh, God, Demolition Man. The Boy, Specialist. Maybe we should watch The Specialist. Doesn't it have, like, a hot and steamy scene? Yeah, what's-her-face is in it? Um, Sharon Stone. Yeah, that's it. Sharon Stone, huh? Man, can't believe we cool. did we did Cobra and not Demolition Man. What a waste of an episode. <laughs> a young Sandy Bullock in that movie. Oh man, what a what a film! What's she up to these days? I don't know. Not making Demolition Man too—that's for sure. Oh my! You know, one of the things I was—I—I I kind of figured we wouldn't talk about Cobra for a while because I didn't like it. Slash, it was a while ago. Um, maybe we should talk about WrestleMania. Oh my God! Right? We got we got time. We got yeah. time to talk about WrestleMania. Uh, yes, I watched the entirety of it over the course of three nights. <laughs> I mean, it's like a no. six-hour show. Yeah, it event. was long. It was long. Slim, please. We watched WrestleMania. Your thoughts? My thoughts. I was actually t- super tired, honestly. I stayed up the night before to watch NXT TakeOver, and I <sighs> fell asleep during Shinsuke Nakamura's final NXT match. It's ready for bed. Why, w- why was that? Why was it his final? Because uh, he just got upgraded to SmackDown Live. This oh, week. upgraded to the that, main guys? show, main roster. Triple H, Triple H's baby. That NXT. It is, and uh, I don't, I don't, didn't have any high hopes for WrestleMania. Honestly, none of the matches really made me excited. Um, what did I think? I thought it was okay. I think the the Hardy Boys return was probably the highlight. What'd you think of really? that? Because you're kind of out of the loop, like for insider wrestling baseball the hardys have been in uh tna for a while and they did Uh like this zany character where matt hardy starts talking all crazy and he says he's broken his hair's all frazzled and initially wrestling fans thought it was like the dumbest thing ever (laughs) like matt hardy's an idiot and then (laughs) he like kept doing it and then everyone's like this is really funny and cool and it became this thing where he's like broken matt hardy and then jeff hardy's brother nero and they started filming these like local videos at their house of like matches and vignettes and bits and people loved it ate it up so then really yeah so they're like super popular outside of wwe for like the last year and then well everyone the 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 reddit circles kind of knew that the hardys had signed with wwe but nobody knew when they were going to come back so when they showed up at WrestleMania, like people pooped in their panties. I, yeah, I was. Uh, I, 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 I shouldn't have even checked social media. Like when I ch- opened Facebook, like the first thing was like Hardy Boys are back, which you know doesn't have any real impact for me. Um, I did meet. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, one of the Hardys, I don't know which one it was. He, I was working at my local Fye. He came in, bought a Public Enemy CD. <laughs> on his, I, I've, I'm thinking on his way to a match in Wildwood or something like that. Back in the day, like uh-huh, it was been 2001, 2000. And uh, that's the only 
you know, it was either like Matt Hardy or Dudley Boy Hardy. I don't know <laughs> what what two Hardys there are. But uh, when they came out, I mean, it, it was it was when somebody, one of the announcers, said they basically like the ladder match as you know it today is because of the Hardy Boys, I guess. Yeah, they popularized like it that. during like the Attitude Era with the Dudleys oh. and Edge and Christian. They had a bunch of like famous matches, okay, tag matches. Um, I thought it was wild because I really like I wanted to see their faces. I wanted to see like close up, mm-hmm. and I was like, my either this internet stream is too pixelated or they're just not getting up in there. I mean, I know they're older guys. Yeah, they got to be in. They're still late in 30s. pretty good shape. Yeah, yeah, they were they were in pretty good shape. Um. But overall, like I, I guess you can't really judge WrestleMania as an overall thing. You got to do it as, on a match by match basis mm. because it's so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, like New Day as the hosts, I guess just New Day doesn't have anybody to wrestle, right? Because there's three of them. Yeah, so they the like became popular. The they were the, when they were the champs, but they didn't really need the belts anymore because they were already like super popular. And uh, uh, so they just kind of do whatever they whatever they want. I heard that they might move to SmackDown next week. And then, like, kind of freshen up things on SmackDown. This is going to be a, a huge discussion for another show when we get into SmackDown versus Raw and stuff. I don't <laughs> quite get that. Um, and as somebody who maybe watches only the pay-per-views, it might not even matter. Right. But. Yeah, like, um, they have. So, the WrestleMania has a, a lot of matches, but primarily the people that wrestle on Monday Night Raw stay there. And the people that wrestle on SmackDown Tuesday night stay there. And they don't intersect. They don't talk to each other. So it's like two different companies almost. Really? Yeah. So even when, even the matches at WrestleMania feature like the Miz and John Cena are both in one of those. Yeah. And they're from SmackDown. So that's technically a SmackDown match. Oh, And even the announcers generally that will do the matches are the SmackDown announcers. So they change. Okay. So if it's like a Raw match, the Raw announcers come on. Uh Uh-huh. And then occasionally, so they've been like doing this. Um, roster for a while so this week they're going to do like a superstar shakeup where like some people I think are going to get traded mm-hmm. to other shows mm-hmm. um, but yeah the Hardy the, the, for me like it felt like the the show started to drag after the Hardys match mm-hmm. and well, actually the, uh, there's like the, some inside details on like their, their character the broken gimmick mm-hmm. where like all the fans were yelling delete that's like part of their gimmick and Matt Hardy was like swinging his hands and delete delete <laughs> Um, they're not sure if they're going to be able to do that gimmick of like all uh, the time on WWE because TNA, I think is claiming ownership of that gimmick. So okay. they like on raw, they're kind of like acting semi normal and stuff and like, but he still does the delete thing. So it's like really just cool, kind of interesting how they're going to make it play out. The, um, I'm trying to think what the, the Chris Jericho Kevin Owens was pretty good. I mean, I thought like it's such a goofy premise how they're best friends but they're not friends. Like it's not it's like Schoolhouse Rock or something. <laughs> but um, I thought the all girl match, the all ladies match, yeah, was good. I never really, you just never, I never really am cognizant or aware of anybody more than Charlotte, Sasha, or Bailey. Mm-hmm. So that Naya girl, yeah, uh, to see her in there was like new blood. It seems like they like put got her in there quick because they need new blood. But I mean, they need they need somebody else, right? Like I'm only aware of those the yeah, other three. Yeah, they're the big ones. 
And then really? the the SmackDown girls wrestled like right before the final match too, which was bonkers. Oh yeah, that yeah, that's right. That had a bunch of girls in it. Yeah, I fast forwarded through that. I was like, this is we're getting a little too long in the tooth here. <laughs> um, so, what'd you think of your boy, uh, the Undertaker's Undertaker. final match? You know, it's I I read an article on Bleacher Report. Look out about. I was all into it because, uh, I mean, it's like it's the end of an era. I mean, it, maybe it should have been five years ago. Like the guy can't wrestle. Like he can't wrestle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's- and uh, like, I want to confirm with you: is it really true that he, for the past several years, he's literally only wrestled in WrestleMania? Yeah. Like two years ago, or last year, I think he did like a Survivor Series in WrestleMania but generally just one match a year. I mean, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's just the end of, um, like, the Bleach Report article got into, like, how he's always been the Undertaker. Like, he started, you know, wrestling Giant Gonzalez, and, like, back then, when when Bobby the Brain... Love him. ...said he was not human... And uh, and then like all through the Attitude Era and everything like that, he's always always had this gimmick that he's stuck to, for the most part. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's like maybe there's no place for that anymore. Like this new era of wrestling seems like they're a lot more self-referential and uh, jokey or like light, not light-hearted, but like have an attitude that's just different from like having this mystical. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just be, and a guy that's undead. Like <laughs> you, you're like a. You have to be like a human with like you know hobbies, or you have to yeah. seem like you have some sort of personality and not like a weird gimmick. Yeah, he's been like the only wrestler that I can think of over the last several decades that uh, that doesn't quote break kayfabe, and he doesn't break the character in real life. Like the only photos you ever see of the undertaker out of costume are like people who see him in like rando stores and he has like a cane and he's got short gray hair and they take a photo with him and you can see those all over Reddit. But like outside of that, you don't, he doesn't do interviews. He doesn't, you know, smile for photos. He's not doing Twitter. He's not doing Instagram. Like, Oh, see this big fish I just caught in the lake. Like he's not doing any of that stuff. Right. Yeah. And that's so out of place now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But like the Undertaker for me when I was 10 10 11 like he like broke it open for me you know what I mean so to see that like f- even if it is 5 6 years too late like it's inc- like it's a little bit depressing you know what I mean mm-hmm. because to see that come to an end like and just the way it happened, I mean, because like like you just said, he's not breaking character even up until the end. There was there's no like Madison Square Garden event where like the guy deserved to. I you know I would have liked to see the guy be celebrated at the end of WrestleMania. Maybe some wrestlers come out and give him I was, some. Yeah, hugs. I was wondering if that was going to happen. And it kind of broke my heart that it didn't. But I guess he's got us like, and I wonder if he's the only one that insists on sticking to that mm-hmm. up until the very, very end. So it kind of broke my heart a little bit. It broke my heart like Roman dumb reigns, <laughs> like 
it's Roman Reigns and his dumb Superman punch <laughs> is going to d- defeat The Undertaker. And sure, I could defeat The Undertaker at this point. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah. like he can't move. He really he just can't how move. Br- how brutal. I didn't like the match all that much, obviously. But no. how brutal was the part, which would have been cool, when uh, he tried to tombstone Roman Reigns and then Roman Reigns was going to reverse it. And I would presume into tombstoning and Undertaker would have, which would have been amazing, and they yeah. couldn't do it. He couldn't pick up Undertaker, and they tried twice. That's like a cardinal rule: <laughs> yeah. you don't try it twice. If it doesn't happen once, you just move on. Right. And I like and had it, to look away. I was like, "This is uncomfortable." <laughs> <laughs> on like the grandest stage, you're right. I was so uncomfortable watching that. That was a botch. And, me, and you know, like Roman probably knows that too, but yeah. maybe he was going to try to give Taker another chance. You know what I mean? Yeah, to and like, I, I've seen him do that too. Like, because he does a move where he, like, the guy's legs are around Roman's arms and he, like, uses his arms to lift him up into a powerbomb. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, amazing feat of strength. And Cena does it sometimes. So, like, when he first mm. failed, I was like, okay, maybe he's going to, you know, beast mode undertaker upside down over his shoulder and it would right. look good and i was like oh yeah. god no not again no <laughs> but it's like it's you know and it's probably been like this the past couple years but you know the guys at the beginning of the match they grapple and then the whole match is just the undertaker like rolling around like he's immediately exhausted and the whole match he just acts like he's winded and he's like drawing what last energy he has and that's the entire match for 15 or 20 minutes Mm -hmm. and it's just like like nobody's wrestling here nobody's moving yeah how how bonkers is it that um he's only maybe like two years older than goldberg and and goldberg is and and i know undertaker's wrestled for many more years than goldberg but like age wise Mm -hmm. they're right on and goldberg is a is a specimen at this point in his life I I was and I was doing I was like furiously like looking up because I was like this is crazy because Goldberg is fifty Triple H is forty seven mm-hmm. and that guy is Adonis yeah. I mean so is Goldberg too but I mean com- like Undertaker's just been put through the ringer I guess I don't know like maybe just his big frame yeah he's tall. Like I tried going back through some of the great WWE's gravest matches, and I watched the Mankind Hell in a Cell uh, match with Undertaker, and it was good. But like that was in '99, I think. Uh-huh. I, and maybe I just you know I remember Undertaker's maybe Undertaker's wrestling style has always been big and slow and not very athletic, and I just remember him changing my world for different reasons. You know what I mean? Because like the Hell in a Cell match, it was good, but he—it's not like he was like flopping around and jumping off the top rope and stuff like that. Like he yeah. would walk on the top rope and. Well, you watched the, the Shawn guy. Michaels matches, right? You just watched the Shawn Michaels Undertaker yeah, from WrestleMania. I watched the first. I think the first one, twenty-five or twenty-six. Is that the? I just watched those two because there's a Shawn Michaels collection of his WrestleMania matches that I watched. Mm-hmm. Is that what did you watch the one where like Undertaker jumps <laughs> out of the ring and Shawn Michaels like moves the cameraman to like take the hit? And I think <laughs> But that one looked so dangerous because I'm not sure you remember, but Undertaker like jives face first over the top rope and the mm-hmm. guy's not close enough to catch him. 
So Undertaker just jumps face first out over the top rope and like lands on his head. It looked like Undertaker oh broke his spine. It was like so oh dangerous. I'll have to watch that again because that's that might have yeah, been their second WrestleMania fun. match. <laughs> oh jeez, yeah, I, you know, and even even in the heat of the moment, I probably wouldn't, you know, look at the technical aspect of it but i would have to see again yeah those were those were i think his high points that era of matches and then i think like that third he did Shawn michaels twice and then the third year i think he did triple h and that was Mm. when he cut his hair and he had the mohawk which i thought was pretty ba Mm -hmm. and that match was really good okay um but i think that was probably his last great match yeah and I mean, they just like he had carte blanche to just wrestle once a year. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess maybe. And I think that's probably why he's he honestly doesn't look like Goldberg or Triple H. And it's probably got a lot to do with his hips and his broken body. But he just doesn't train. He doesn't get the training mm-hmm. in that those guys get yeah. on a more regular basis. You know what I mean? So he's I mean, he's obviously strong as heck. But he just he's not as toned and he's not as like agile just because he probably tries to stay on a steady regime, but he's not getting those athletic workouts like those other guys. I think we I mean I'm gonna miss him. Yeah. But well he's gonna hold disappear into the into the ether and people will take photos of him randomly at like seven <laughs> eleven. Eating the beef yeah. jerky. The yeah. we we might have to end this show just because Jonesy's falling asleep. We need to get to our Jonesy. next episode. Jonesy's so annoyed with us right now. <laughs> Jonesy, didn't you watch, or were you being sarcastic when you said you watched? I uh, did WrestleMania? Uh, watch the elimination. See, I was silent, so I lost my voice. <clears throat> I watched the elimination, the girls' elimination round while eating a plate of ribs. Oh my god! Oh my god! What a great. Day. Both activities were amazing. <laughs> but then I I did went home, get- went to bed. I was exhausted. Wow. Where did you watch it? Is this the VFW? Uh, no, I yeah. watched it Gavin's in Horsham. Gavin's? Is that mm-hmm. some hole in the wall, uh, it's your a, place of business it's, bar? It's, I prefer to have some satellite bars where no one knows me, where I can just go sit and have a meal and not be bothered. Wait, so you, so you go into a bar and you don't do the Jonesy Hamtown yeah, spiel? I like to have places where Get I don't have to out. be a person. Oh my god! I can just wow. be a regular Joe. I don't need to be like the norm of a bar like a rock star right now. <laughs> like uh, Julia Roberts in Notting Hill. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much the same life. So they, <laughs> yes. So should we announce uh, what our next episode is that we're about to record in mere moments? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, this I think we one, should do that. This one's a big one. Mm. We've all been yeah. waiting for it. I think. The Running Man starts. Oh yeah. Schwarzenegger. Friggin God, I just took my self out in between my two pants. Uh, zippers be darned. <laughs> Probably just just the metal YKK teeth biting uh, into me. Spoilers for next episode. Uh, one I did not invite my wife to watch. She was very disappointed. Apparently she loves this movie. Wow. Wow. How do you not know... That your wife loves Running Man. I feel like that would be a, you know, uh, a cornerstone of a marriage. You know, hope springs eternal. And I love my wife, and I discover something more every day that makes me love her even further. Just around the corner, 
it's too late now and you're listening to this, but we're about to play Titanfall on Twitch, Jonesy and I, with some dear friends. Dale might be watching as he falls asleep in bed. Better believe I'll be falling asleep. You know? We'll see everybody next week. Love you.